week. Um, a great opportunity for our players to really uh, have extra time to focus on their academics. Um, an opportunity for them to uh, rest, get our bodies rested after nine uh, straight games in a season. Some guys that have been dinged up and either played that way or haven't been playing have an extra opportunity now to heal. I think that uh, that is a great thing. So um, also a good thing for us, there's so much great buzz and, and juice around the program and recruiting has gone really well and gives our coaches a chance to be out doing a little bit of recruiting right now. You know, that along with getting ahead on NC State right now. So I think all in all, uh, you know, people have asked me a bunch of questions about, you know, you're playing in a good rhythm right now. I agree 100% with that. But I think with a positive vibe coming off a good win, I think this is a, a week that we needed. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to maintain our, our, our rhythm and, and our confidence and come back and play uh, uh, a, week from, uh, a week from Saturday against a really good uh, NC State football team here at home at, at Alumni Field. Uh, the atmosphere last Friday night was fantastic. It was a great moment for us to be able to be a part of the Red Bandana game, to be able to honor the Crowler family, Wells Crowler. It was great, as I mentioned, post-game. Uh, so excited to see our stadium on fire like it was. Certainly appreciate those loyal fans that have supported us and they're there in force and they create a great atmosphere. So uh, we're excited about that as well. Um, so now it's all about going back, you know, into the grind here. We'll practice on uh, on Wednesday and, uh, and get going. And, and we're excited to have that opportunity to do that right now. So any questions? Steve kind of touched on it, but just talk about the recruitment value of playing a Florida team on national TV and then coming out on top. Well, it's certainly a really watched slot. You know, that Friday night prime time seems like a lot of people see that game. And uh, so it gives you great national exposure. And then you're playing a national team. And then, of course, the way that we played. And uh, I think that there's certainly uh, adds to a, a great buzz about the program right now. And uh, so that's a good thing. You know, um, just got to keep going. You know, I've said it before. You know, we we are playing with so many guys at critical positions that are very very young players. That what we need to do is just keep growing, getting better. Um, you know, for me to stand up here as I think I say each week and think like we're we're done with roller coaster rides, I, I would say that's probably not an accurate statement. But there's a clear vision, and there's clear evidence on the field of really the excitement of the future of our football program. When I say future, I don't just mean like next year, I mean two weeks. But but when you have guys in those critical positions sometimes, you know, everything's new, everything's first. Like, okay, you know, we, the bye week, is, I think, is a great thing for us right now, but as everybody's pointed out, I mean, see how we handle that with, with, with guys that have never had a bye week, right? I mean, honestly, they're all firsts. And uh, so um, that's why I kind of just kind of focus on let's have the best Wednesday we can have when we, when we get back on the field on Wednesday. And let's not worry about anything else because too many unknowns. The thing that's not unknown is the quality of the players that we have on this football team. The energy, the juice, the attitude, the chemistry, those are known. And, 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 and 
the opportunity to see excitement in some of the playmakers that we have in all three phases. The other thing is, I'm just really proud of the way we've played as a team. We're playing good team football right now. That was evident after watching the tape. You know, it's, it's the Boston College football program. It's not, you know, broken down into three segments. I mean, we're one team, we play like one team, we, we, we feed off each other like one team. And that's really the thing that I really wanted most here to have happen. And that's, that's something that's actively happening. You comment on Ty Schwab's game. Uh, yep. He kind of spilled the beans a little bit that Florida State never even gave him a sniff. And, you know. Yeah, that's do, do, do probably a common story for a lot of guys. Right? Yeah. Um, common theme. Uh, Ty's playing his best football right now. Ty's an emotional guy, playing really hard, uh, making plays all over the field, um, playing really physical. Uh, he's, he's doing an unbelievable job because you know, he's the guy back, you know, that kind of connects the front and, and the back end there at the linebacker position. The only linebacker that has any real experience, right? right. And, uh, but he's really just done a great job with that. He's, he's having a fantastic year, and, and, and you know, I'm certainly happy for him. And, and he's just thrilled. You know, he's been here for a long time, and, and, and watching this thing come together I think he's just really enjoying being part of a real team team, you know, and so uh, that's been an added, real added uh, bonus to watch, and I'm, I'm enjoying seeing him mature and, and grow. And you kind of enjoy watching NC State getting Notre Dame and then Clemson. Well, they got some ball, you know. Yeah. They had a tough, they had a tough go around, you know. They, listen, you know, we played both same teams, right? Yeah. I mean, the teams we played have a combined record of 26 and six. That's what that's what we came off of, okay. And so you know, as, as we it, it's been duly documented, this conference is rough. This side of the division is rough, and they've got they, they came off a tough game with Notre Dame. They got another tough one against Clemson, and it's not easy. And uh, you know, so they're they're in that grind just like just like we have been and will continue to be. And uh, so uh, you know, and you watch you know. Wake played Louisville, and I mean, there's just a lot of good football in the ACC right now. And uh, you got to bring it every week. Doesn't matter who you are. So we're grateful to have a chance to try to get healthy and rest. And they're they're in that swing right now. And then you know, we're home again, which is good though. Coach, you mentioned you know the Boston College team three phases from a from a chemistry standpoint. How can you kind of predict that from the beginning, or how do you see that? Is that something that when you bring in players that you and recruit them, um, is that kind of something that you take into account? And kind of how do you go about that as a coach? Well, um, you're trying to bring guys in here that show high character and leadership, and but it, you know, and the ability to bring others up, and you know. It's funny, we were, we were watching a documentary on Wells Crowler. And they were talking about Wells growing up and his mindset of how he got so much, he got so much enjoyment from trying to do whatever he could to promote others. And I remember watching that, I'm like, wow, that's, that's a, how do you, how do you figure that out? You know, how, do, how do you, how do you evaluate that? Because that's a key thing. Um, and that's, you know, in, in the world we're in today, it's, it's even harder sometimes to find that. So, um, but, I think it's a key component. I think um, you know we talk about it all the time. It's really important here. You know, we all try to work real hard at making sure that you know we, we're one family. Um, you know, in college football today, you notice that even in the media, people want to wants to be like you know, you know, like this coordinator's offense or this coordinator's defense or this like this head coach's 
I mean, I, I'm not really into any of that. I mean, I always, I feel like it's not me, it's, it's us, it's we. It's, it's, it's Boston College, you know? And I've always believed that, you know? You win with great players that play together, okay, and have a sense of accountability to each other. And, and it's really hard to get that done, you know, because probably of the social media and everything and internet and, and, and all the stuff that goes on today, it, it's even more challenging than it ever, ever has been. But when you can find that, it's cool. And I think, you know, I'm not naive enough to think that there's, you know, Human nature is human nature, but I think we've got a good, good group of guys right now that really believe and understand the importance of team chemistry and the guy to your right, the guy to your left, and finding the best out of each other. And, and I think the other thing we talk about is faithfulness and loyalty will always be rewarded. And our team has been incredibly loyal and faithful, coaches and players, players and coaches. There's a love in our program, and that gives you the ability to conquer the ups and downs of college football. I mean, you know, we, we went through it in the beginning of the season, too, you know, and, you know, who knows what's ahead of you, but it, 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 it's, it's the glue that lets you handle that stuff. And I know, like, sometimes I'll talk about this, and people, like, want to talk about something else. That, that's fine, but that glue and that chemistry um, within your program, I think, is critically important, and you can see it in other programs that when things don't go exactly right, it can crumble really quickly. And that has sometimes has a lot to do with that, that glue and that chemistry. And, uh, so anyways, this is good foundation, whatever, whatever word you want to use. And kind of your younger players, I know that you know, injuries have kind of been an ongoing storyline for you through the season, but the younger players stepping up, um, is this kind of what you hope to project them to when you recruit them as a little bit earlier? Kind of how do you evaluate either on the trail or when they come in that they might project to a certain area in a certain type of performance? Well, I think you're, you're always trying to do that, but to be honest with you, you know, you've been wrong as much as you've been right. I mean, you know, sometimes it's just hard to know, you know. Um, but um, I think the opportunity for these guys to come out and gain this experience and, sh and shine out there. Is, 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 is fantastic. And, and, the, and the knowledge of knowing that some of the guys we've lost are all going to come back so that we're going to have so much more depth next year and, 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 and veteran leadership. You know, sometimes I, you know, you don't have a lot of time to stop think about it, but sometimes I think about it. A guy like John Baker coming back with all that leadership now to that offensive line, and Elisha Johnson coming back to the offensive line. And, Shane Leonard coming back to the offensive line, and Connor Strahan coming back to the linebackers, and Max Richardson, who's all ball, coming back to the linebackers. And it's just, it, that, that, that stuff is really, really exciting. And, and, and then, of course, the freshmen that you're seeing playing right now, and then there's some more that have played very little or some that haven't played at all that you look at and you say, wow, you've seen enough already to know that there's really good top end. And then all these other guys in between that are starting to blossom. You know, me and Mike Walker's playing some really good football right now. Jeff Smith making some critical plays for us. Um, and then you see the guys like Charlie Cowan, who's overcame the injury, who's playing his best ball, and now he's coming back, and he's going to do a great job down the home stretch. And Thaddeus Smith, who's doing an unbelievable job this year. And those are all good, 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 good deals. So it's exciting, and, uh, you know, uh, but we're, we're one game at a time right now.
we just got to do the best we can to come through this week and get ready to play. Uh, I know it's going to be a real war here. And last for me, the AJ and John are obviously the beneficiaries of the of the rushing yards. But how much of that is them being able to work with the offensive line and? How have you seen the development of the offensive line with the same lineup kind of move forward? Well, the offensive line's really developed. I mean, right now we're in the top 10 in the country and fewest sacks given up. I mean, uh, we're number two in the country and most plays being run. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff out there right now, but the offensive line is gelling. My, my, if you said to me, my biggest angst is the fact that I know we're paper thin on both sides of the ball. So we just got to stay healthy. Like that offensive line has had a chance to gel now for a few weeks, and we've seen some value from that. But we can't take too many hits there because we've got guys that are out right now. But they're, they're coming together, and I think that combined with the running backs coming together. And then let's not forget, you know, we all don't. When the quarterback plays well, all the votes come up with the uh, tide. And the quarterback's playing well right now. And so all of a sudden we're seeing better receiver play, better running back play, better offensive line play, tight end play. And, and I think it all goes hand in hand, but that quarterback position is, is, is pretty darn important, you know, because he controls so much with every decision he touches the ball so many times. Anybody else? Julian? Yeah, Yeah, well, I think everybody's in a different situation. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't see Harold taking any practice reps this week. Um, you know, uh, Anthony will be limited in what he does. I mean, it's, there's a lot of guys across the board will adjust. This is a week to me where you evaluate your team. Um, tremendous opportunity for the young players to get a bunch of work in here in practice. But we'll get a, you know, you got to throw and catch because if you don't throw and catch for more than a few days, you, that's where you can really it'll show up really quick on you. So we're going to throw and catch. Um, we're going to do some real fundamentals, individual fundamentals, uh, special teams, fundamentals. We're going to do a bunch of that on, on Wednesday. Uh, we're going to get introduction to NC State on Wednesday in short yardage and goal line and in base fronts and, and base plays, both sides of the ball. So we'll do some of that. But the, uh, the, the duration will be cut down. And some guys will have graduated work, maybe minimal to none early, and maybe towards the end of the week a little bit more. Uh, and the young players will get a bunch of work. We'll scrunch them, really, really coach them. Should be a great, just a great week to me when you're a young player to get a lot of attention, a lot of focus. Especially, I mean, I'm talking about the ones that aren't in vital roles right now, but this is part of that development for the future. So it's a mixture of both. And really keeping in mind, keeping things short, not, not making them long, and, uh, but getting ahead. Um, and, you know, a little salt, a little pepper, kind of take a look at it, feel it a little bit, and, and make some decisions. But the guys that are dinged up, this is your one opportunity to get them healthy. Don't blow it now, you know, I mean, in terms of that stuff. So, you know, and, and, then, and then overall, you know, you got that fine line between, okay, say on Thursday and Friday, you know, you want to make sure you don't lose your rhythm. And how much physicality do you want, don't want? We'll probably have a fair amount, which has a little bit of risk, but I think that's what we've done. I think we got to be true to that and just pray and hope that, you know, you stay healthy through that. Because if you don't do it, by the time you get back to it, you might lose, I think you can lose that rhythm really easily. And that's where all that stuff is that I can't give you, you know, I can't define it right now. Go Wednesday and feel it for Thursday and feel it for Friday and 
those are all calls that you know, kind of I got to make. To be honest with you, and I'll, and I'll make them as we go. I was just curious about this guy's thing about it, but um, this coach received a lot of criticism this year, a lot of criticism last year. He made a bowl last year, the one went away from being the ball this year. Like, is there part of you that's kind of like, all right, I can understand some of it, but also like, be patient, you know? Well, I think the thing is, is this, you have a plan and, 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 and you drive towards your plan. You know, in, in, in college football, I'll speak to that, because I'm not involved in the other sport. You know, fans have, I mean, here's the good news. There's so much interest in, in college football right now, and, and, and we all want that. And so fans are passionate. Um, your fan base is passionate. And, uh, and, 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 and you kind of get that, you know? Um, in terms of what we've done, you know, we've been to three bowl games in four years, and, and that's not where we want to end. I mean, but I think the most important thing is we're continuing to grow and develop our football program. And I think that's been evident and we got to keep doing that um, and, and I think as a coach what you want to do is you just you just every day kind of building towards that and I don't think you can ride the roller coaster of the ups and downs of you know are you in favor or out of favor I mean I just think that you put it in a lump it in a basket and say we got great fans and everybody's passionate all everybody wants to do is win and that's all we want to do. And I think we're just trying to build and develop and grow. I tell you one thing, can I say this to you though? I, I'm going to brag about something here that I'm pretty proud of. We have a bunch of, we have recruited and have a bunch of really high character, great kids in our program that are talented. Um, the recruiting's going fantastic. There's a bright future. But you know what I'm really proud of? that we love Boston College and we represent Boston College the way that the BC fans and alumni would want Boston College to be represented as being, we play hard, we play physical, we play tough, and we got some really great people in our program. They respect the, the, the academic component of BC, they value their degree, they carry themselves with integrity, and I'm proud of that. So I think while we're building our program, while we're developing, I think we're doing it the right way. And, 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 and that's very important to all of us that we represent this great university the right way. And, and integrity is really important here. And, and, and so, you know, I'm proud of the fact that we've accomplished what we've accomplished and more importantly, we're continuing to work towards building a championship level team here. And, and so, I didn't mean to go on and I'm not trying to do an infomercial. That's, you asked me, and that's really what I felt in my heart. In terms of, you know, the other stuff, you know, just keep going. And, uh, next week's another week. You don't know what that's going to bring, and you just want to grind. But, uh, um, you know, I'm proud of the kids. And I'm proud of all those things. And uh, the rest of it's, you know, just keep moving. Hey, Coach, uh, Jimbo Fisher stood at this podium on Friday night and said you guys dominated him in all three aspects of the game. Uh, just talk about a little bit what that means to you coming off a team that was preseason number two in the nation, has had a lot of injuries, but uh, you came in there and you guys won all three aspects. You know, I have a lot of respect for uh, Jimbo. Um, I think that uh, he's one of the best coaches in the country. He's an elite program, so, you know, um, we respect Florida State's program talent level that they have. I think 
you know, it speaks to they lost their starting quarterback. And even Florida State is going to have a hard time when they don't have the right guy, or I shouldn't say it like that, but when they have a young guy because um, he's very talented. And, um, and for any team, when you have to replace your guy and you, you, you have to replace him with a young guy, there's a, there's a maturation process there. And um, so, you know, I think Jimbo called it the way he saw it. And, uh, you know, you can always appreciate a guy that says, hey, <laughs> you know, this is how it went down, you know, and not try to dance with it. And uh, he's a, that's why I have a lot of respect for him. And, uh, I mean, they'll rally back and get that thing, you know, back to exactly where they want to be. Um, but uh, no one's immune. And, and uh, not in this conference. It's not like there's no, you're not sh showing up and playing some team that's not going to line up and play. Not, I don't see, I don't see it in our conference. You know, so, but I think I think Jimbo's a very matter of fact, straightforward guy. That's been my experience with him, and uh, and I can appreciate that. Last question for me: Was there a point in your offense where you something triggered that it set the tone for a different season in a way? It was yeah, I know because uh, against Virginia Tech and then against Louisville, that something happened that stretch yeah. where. I'm, I'm just trying to rationalize my yeah. mind. Yeah, that's a fair what? enough question. I mean, listen, I think the reason I would say what I said early on was on the film, you could see that we were, we had some opportunities to make plays all along, right? Every single game we played and, and the ones that we lost. I mean, look, you mentioned Virginia Tech. Let's mention Virginia Tech. I mean, we had the drop touchdown pass. We had the drop ball in the one, you know? And I guess... So you see that we have that capability to do it, but we just weren't making those plays. Why? Well, some of that's probably, I mean, I'm not a psychiatrist, but some of that is, 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 is confidence, you know? And I think, I think the interesting thing, like for example, against Florida State was that first play, or first series, we had that touchdown pass to Tommy. And we, we didn't make it, but we came right back. We probably, we didn't do that. You know, a couple weeks earlier and this is that maturation process and it's the confidence and it's I think our kids just kind of are starting to get more of that you know and not living and dying on every play there'll be another play let's get to the next play and and and, and, it, and, and, and that stuff has a way of um, um, igniting so I think you know there's probably some intangible things that that happen along the way but I also think that you know because you still have guys that haven't played a lot of ball at some of those critical positions that, you know, those things can show up again. But ultimately, um, you know, I think experience and confidence overrides all of that. So we're starting to make those plays and we're sparking. And then you see on defense, we're sparking, we're making plays, and all of a sudden there's more picks and there's more, you know, we're doing an unbelievable job with turnovers. We're not turning the ball over on offense and we're getting turnovers on defense. And, and that starts to ignite. So, um, you know, I, I can't definitively tell you, like, yeah, you know, I didn't, it wasn't like there was any pixie dust that we sprinkled after, <laughs> after that. It just, you know, but we did, I, I think, you know, you know, based on my comments, we did believe that this was there. Yeah. And, and, and so now we got to keep nurturing it and watering it and fertilizing it and trying to maintain it. And that's why we're playing really good football teams. And not only that, in this conference, really good defenses you know that stuff comes a lot easier when you're not playing against the same quality of defenses but we're playing against really quality defenses and we're doing it against good 
good good personnel. So that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. And back to back game and back to back games you got up to twenty point leads. How has that really helped your team get to oh, fast starts? That's that goes hand in hand with that last question right there. You know, that helps. You jump out, you gain a little bit of confidence. All those things help. Sometimes you get behind and you get a little stunned. So they're all kind of going hand in hand, you know. Although in Louisville we were you know, we were behind and we were able to get that going. But Certainly coming out like that, you know, we had a big kickoff return and we hit some big plays and we came right back and I just think that, that that energy and vibe is there. But I've been seeing that in practice too. You know, Anthony's been throwing the ball really confidently in practice with a lot of zip. And uh, so I've seen that. Um, so, you know, hopefully we can, we can continue to grow with that. Um, and a big part of that will be staying healthy. That's a huge component here. And uh, for anybody, though, I mean, week 10, going into week 10, I mean, it's, it's that way across the board. Everyone's in that, you know, we saw that, right? We saw Clemson go on the road to play Syracuse. Their quarterback hobbled, lost their quarterback. Saw what that did to them. Um, these injuries are huge, especially at vital positions, and especially if your offense or your defense has got a heavy involvement with that particular position, it can really be accentuated even more. And lastly for me, as far as Anthony goes, first four games, I think he threw seven interceptions, but past five, it's only been one. So what development is decision-making have you seen? Confidence. I thought when we had those, that game against Wade was the one that really stumbled all that. And I think that was a real byproduct. I think for me to look in the eye and tell you that when we lost John Baker, that didn't affect Anthony Brown. It just did. I mean, here, you know, that was like a security blanket. You know what I mean? He made all the calls and the snap. I mean, that's what he worked with. All of a sudden, everything was completely different. I think it, it affected him. And then he got hurt. And then, you know, got in that little bit of that cycle. But, but we're out of that now. And, and, and that's been such a great thing, you know? And so that's why I said that position's critical because it brings all the other boats up with the tide. And, and I believe that. And, and uh, I think most people do believe that, you know, in, in any level of football. Wouldn't, wouldn't matter what level we were talking about. Steve, thank you. Okay, guys. Right. Thanks. Appreciate it.